Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to Speaking of Faith, a space where we speak all things Jesus, the word of God, the source of our faith. Hi fam, I hope you guys have been keeping well, especially in South Africa with the unrest, keeping the faith and not... um, giving in to anxiety and helplessness and hopelessness because we have a hope that is greater than what we see with our own eyes. So um, I'm happy to be doing another episode, the first official episode in addition to my introductory one. So you are on Speaking of Faith with me, Uteliwa, your host. So today... Um, we will be sharing the lessons learned or past part of lessons learned from John chapter 17. This scripture is my go-to when I'm feeling down and when I feel like I'm in trial and tribulation that makes me feel like I'm not feeling the love of God. So it's a reminder to me that God loves me even where I am, even whatever I face. So I, I hope it is encouraging to you as you listen today and that um, you will carry this word with you in whichever situation that you find yourself in from this day forth. So I'll read the full chapter. Uh, my message is, is very short thereafter. So I'm reading from the New King James Version. So it reads as follows. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son also may glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you. The eternal life is that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Before I continue with the reading, I just want to quickly... I love this part about Jesus saying, glorify me for I have glorified you. And at some point I asked, um, what does glorify really mean? Like you mean naturally or common sense would say magnify, amplify something. Um, But I went to the dictionary and the dictionary meaning of glorify is, of glory I mean, is evoke good opinion. So to give glory is to evoke good opinion. So it can be by action through word which results in praise. It can be considered praise. Glory can be considered praise. Uh, Synonyms of praise is importance. So his glory was in doing the will and work of the Father. And so is ours also. So Jesus is here, was here in the flesh to show us the way. So God is glorified when we do his will, when we do his works. When he is glorified, we also have the right then to ask for the glory. You don't even have to ask because he glorifies you. So therefore, he prayed 
that we keep and do the work of God. There is true glory in doing the will of our Father. So when we do the work of God, the will of God, we evoke good opinion of God. Because God, remember the, that verse where Jesus says, um, if you love one another, that's how the world will know that you are of me, you are of God. So our actions under the banner in the name of Jesus as Christians, our actions, our thoughts, our speech evoke or should evoke good opinion of God. And if God, God's opinion in people's eyes and thoughts is exalted and amplified and evoked as good, so will ours. Anyways, my, my, my message is not on that, but I just wanted to go through that because we, we all hear not of our own will. or our, It's not from the will of flesh, but of the spirit. God decided that we need to be here for a specific purpose. And so when he gives us his will, and if we truly love him, we will do and keep his commandments. So when we love him and we do the works and the will of the Father by grace, then we evoke that good opinion and we make our Father pleased and he is glorified and thus we also rejoice and glory in him as he in us. So let me continue on to verse 6 of John chapter 17. Um, I have manifested your name. This is Jesus now still praying to our Father. I have man manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me. And they have kept your word. So men there is not talking about male. It's speaking to humanity. Men, like God made men, Adam. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours, and all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Remember the glory. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father. Keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled but now i come to you and these things i speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in them in themselves i have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as i am not of the world i do not pray that you should take them out of the world but that you father should keep them from the evil one they are not of the world just as i am not of the world sanctify them by your truth your word is truth as you sent me into the world i also 
have sent them into the world. And for, your, for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them in you as you have loved me. Sorry. Father, I desire, before I even move into the next, I want you to remember this. I in them and you in me, verse 23, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that you sent me and have loved them, loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. This is where my message is coming from today about the love of God in the midst of, of hardship. I just want to read again from verse 23 to 26 and then I'll just jump in. I in them and you in me that they may be per made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory with which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundations of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it that the love with which you loved me may be in them and I in them. Amen. So how could Jesus say God loves him looking at his life? I mean, I, I, I read this initially and thought Jesus had a rough life. Like, fine, he had highlights, he helped people, he healed others, he um, cast out demons, he was praised, etc. But he was literally born to die like his purpose on earth was to die for all our sins for stuff he didn't do he was literally born to die and a treacherous death also which he knew about many times we think if God loves us we shouldn't suffer but guess what Jesus understood he was greatly loved and prayed for us to know that and the world verse 23 he says our oneness as his with the Father would indicate the Father's love. I believe Jesus saw the Father's love in that he chose him, that he chose to unite himself with him and be one. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling that God would select 
me you would select you and say i want you i want to associate myself with you as such a lowly creature one who is not set up because he found us not holy not set apart he found us sinful and he chose to impart god jesus's righteousness upon us and make us his own and give us his love and unite us and seeking this oneness I believe Jesus saw the Father's love in that he really chose him. Like not, we also should recognize the love that is in that statement that he chose us. He chose us. That he chose to unite himself with us as he united himself with Jesus to be one. Also in selecting us, he loves us and no matter what happens and no matter the call because he chose and selected us, we should rest in knowing that he loves us. So whether we are in trial or, or hardship, whether directly because of his name or in general in life, he chose to be in our lives. He chose to carry us through those trials. He chose us to be alive in this day, in this hour, in this moment, for this season. And we must always remember that all things work together for the good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. We are here according to his purpose. He knows why we're here, what, what we need to fulfill. And despite the, 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 the pain and hardship that we have to go through in order to achieve that which God has placed us here for, because until we have fulfilled and glorified him and done the will of God, the purpose of him who sent us, we will be here until it's done. And then when it's done, we can happily say, glorify your son, for he has glorified you. We have done exactly what you have called us to do. You, we have done by your grace, your will on this earth, and you can take us and glorify us. I am... I. I yeah, that is basically my message. That no matter what and how it looks like, remember that God chose you and his choice of you is from love. And loving you, he chose you and he wants this oneness regardless of the, the present or future sufferings that we may foresee. Whether our lives are rough, whether we have this a bit of joy here, a bit of happiness there, rejoicing, and suffering sometimes, God remains the same. His love for us remains the same. He chose us because he loves us. So I pray that this week and going forward, wherever you are, whichever space you find yourself in, that you remember the love of God, that he seeks you. He wants you. He wants unity with you. He wants oneness with you. And it doesn't matter where you find yourself. The fact that he has revealed himself to you. It is something to rejoice over. That is where we find the joy of the Lord. Which does not rely or depend on circumstances like happiness. Joy is founded in knowing that God is with you. That God chose you. That God loves you. And so literally whatever happens. 
in the valley he is with you on the mountaintop he is with you and that is the joy that sustains us that strengthens us even in tough times knowing that we have a hope that is not a futuristic view of one day i'll be happy or i'll be with god he is with us now he is emmanuel we bless your name jesus we thank you father for putting us in this earth and keeping us in your hand and not just placing us and re- and, and forgetting about us, about us but father you walk with us throughout you carry us in your wings father we thank you and we glorify your name may you be glorified in us may you be glorified in our works in our thoughts in our words our speech father our reactions and actions towards one another towards our neighbors may it be filled and covered in in love in love that comes from the blood of jesus thank you father that we can call upon your name and request your assistance because we cannot do anything apart from you we can do nothing apart from you and so father we ask even today that you give us the grace that we that we need to continue to do the works and your will so that you may be glorified and that we continue in knowing remind us holy spirit that god loves us that he wants us he doesn't want our things he doesn't want our possessions he just wants us thank you father that you love us that you want us yours is the kingdom yours is the glory and yours is the power and that is why we submit to you even today thank you jesus amen <music>